Welcome to the Move With Momentum podcast, where we take business advice from industry leaders. Your scoreboard in business is your bank account. How uncomfortable do you think that makes people feel when they hear that? Personal development strategies. Whenever something seems crazy, we just do it and we make it work. And financial guidance. Go find somewhere where you're going to get more value from being there than what you pay in. That's winning, Mm -hmm. period. To help you on your big life journey. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the Move With Momentum podcast. Bruce Breedlove here with John Brooks once again. Hey, have a very uh, pertinent topic today. Um, You know, in recruiting calls, I encounter lots of objections, right, of joining momentum, not joining momentum. But one thing I encounter a lot is, you know, agents want leads. Agents want to join a brokerage that provides them leads. And normally what I say to that is, okay, well, you can build your business any many of the myriad of ways you can build your business. There's 21 lead generation levers uh, that you should fit to your strengths, but agents are used to wanting leads. So they join brokerages that give them leads. And as we know, we look at the industry and the way it's going, online leads are not sustainable. Um, But there are entire real estate brokerages in Florida that build their entire business based on online leads and then hire agents to service those leads, bring them in, they do the transaction and then you don't know the database. So as an agent, picture this, you join a brokerage that's based on online leads and then the online leads dry up. What do you do? Right? That That's the, and what do you do as the team leader? What do you do as the brokerage owner? What do you do as the agent? And now like your, the, your pipeline of business is gone and you haven't spent, you've spent years like building your, building a business for somebody else, using online leads, being very transactional. And then you're an agent who has nothing. So what do you do? I mean, this is a big this is a big conversation, but in our market, this shift is starting to happen where the big players, Zillow, Realtor.com are taking away the lead flow from individual agents. Like, what do you do? So I really want to talk to you about um, as an agent, like how do you build your business in a different way and, and really just get the conversation going out there that there's not one way to success in real estate. Yeah, I love the conversation, Bruce. It's one that we've been exploring for the past five years when we had the Brooks Group up until today. And and the question is, do you want to be an employee of Wall Street or do you want to be a small business owner that works on the ground and builds, you know, community and relationship? Because those, those are the two options that you have. You can go with the big lead aggregators, buy the leads, make one fourth of the amount of profit, maybe even less than one fourth of the amount of profit that you would if you generated one sale and save like 75% of your time serving, you know, one fourth amount of clients. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable what is happening in this industry. So just from my personal experience, we've been buying these leads for a very long time. Okay. We've spent probably over a million dollars buying leads over the past few years and they get more expensive every year. So in 2016, I could create a close sale for $500 buying realtor.com or Zillow leads. In uh, 2017, it was $1,500. And then in 2018, it was $2,300. And you can't run a team if your average commission is $6,000. You have to split 50-50. You have to pay pay your broker splits too, and then pay $2,300 to create that lead generation opportunity. So what happens is, and then over the last two years, it's been going up as well and becoming hyper, hyper competitive because buying online leads is the easy button. But what they don't tell you is that it's going to lead you to have a 
number one, a really bad lifestyle because you don't know when the lead's coming in. You don't know the quality of the lead. Um, you don't know what level of urgency that customer has. And most agents, they don't even do qualifications of the lead. They just jump in the car with anybody to, so you're putting yourself at risk. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable the way that people are using these leads to make a very thin margin. And now these lead aggregators have got to a point where, and, and I'm just going to back up here and roll it back. The only reason why Zillow and Realtor.com and these big lead aggregators exist is because the agent has failed to create a database touch program to follow up with their customers. And would a buyer or seller rather work with somebody they know or somebody they don't know? <laughs> would they want a complete stranger coming over to their house that knows nothing about them to come and buy us and sell a house with them? Absolutely not. And the reason why is because people transact on real estate every seven to 10 years. And most agents don't have any sort of database touch program to stay in touch with their people. And that has allowed these large online lead aggregators to come in and basically sell you the leads off of your own listings for an extremely high cost. And agents think that's the easy way to do it. And it's the, and it's a good way to do it. It's not a good way to do it. Um, you're not profitable. Your lifestyle stinks. It's not sustainable. It's only going to get more expensive. And as you said, Bruce, now they're taking the leads back <laughs> and they're going to be handing them over to a team that's low margin and eventually probably going to get people to pay them like Uber drivers for $15 a door for them to be door openers instead of really advisors and guides in the community. You can't get talent for $15 dollars an hour. You're just not going to get quality individual. They're trying to make it like a McDonald's or a Walmart of real estate versus, you know, our group and our agents who are community-based, really involved. Um, they're focused on the community events, uh, charities, all that kind of stuff in giving back to the community in somebody who actually lives there, knows the area, um, and it's going to give you such a better experience. And so the question that, that you have to ask yourself is, which one do you want to go? You have to choose, and the time is coming to the point where you don't have an option but to choose. I think this, I want to treat this as more of a cautionary tale to agents who don't know that this is coming. Like, it, okay. we, we've been talking about this for a year. Like, this is yeah. already, it's happening right in front of us. And, and right, I mean, I, I talk to agents again all the time. Do you guys provide leads? Do you guys provide leads? And then they go join a brokerage that gives them leads. And then, and what they don't realize is that this is extremely short-sighted in the way to build a business. And that it, once the rug is swept out from under them, they have no database. They've got no lead flow. They have no business. And then again, they haven't built the skills necessary to go get go generate business in a different way that's not online leads. And so they have no that, money like, too. <laughs> yeah, right, because they, right, right, exactly. So that... One of the purposes of this episode is to get the message out there and saying, look, look, it's already happening. You need to wake up and smell the coffee or like you're going to be left behind. In fact, you already might be. And I don't mean to be a fear monger, but like not being a real estate agent myself, not, you know, being having a, a position in this industry where I can see it and watch it and learn from it. I, it's like like sirens are going off in my head. You know, it's a huge deal. And as a real estate agent, you've got to be pivoting. And, and like you said, so the reason that Zillow and Realtor.com are successful and get these leads and can and do the business is because people lack a database touch program. So this is something at Momentum, if you're a Momentum agent listening to this, you may be rolling your eyes because we've really been pounding this home. 
We have an internal um, program called Focus where we help you work your database. We give you half of your touches per year based on a 72 touch program and it works. Like we've proven that it works. You proved that it worked with the, the Brooks Group. It works for our agents. So I guess as a advisor to other agents outside Momentum, like how do you get started, right? Yes, the, the answer is just start touching your database. But like, how do you get started? Um, I, I believe it starts with giving five-star service in the beginning and having the knowledge. And we have many episodes talking about that. But like, how do you start pivoting to, to, to remedy this, this huge shift in the market right now? you got to get started now you're already behind so the sense of urgency that you need to feel in your business must be really high it's so simple guys you don't need to complicate this these are people that you've already worked with know and love you um either mets or non-mets all you got to do is put it in an excel spreadsheet your name email phone number and physical address and just get it in a spreadsheet sheet and count out how many people you have. For those of you listening who don't know this information, for every person in your database, you should have a 10% ratio for a repeat or referral business. Um, so if you have 100 people, you should get 10 referrals off of that. Does that make sense? Um, and then you should, if you do a really good touch program, then it should be even more than that. You can get up to 30% referrals off your database. So for example, me and Brittany have a database of 220 people and we, we closed um, four, 46 homes off of completely off of referrals. And that's what I'm talking about, you know, because Brittany sold 15 million completely off of referrals in her, her third year in business because she started in 2018. Um, actually, you know, it, it's like unbelievable uh, because she provided good service. She stayed in touch with everybody. She created genuine, authentic relationships. And we put them on this program that we have at Momentum called the Focus Program where they get a mailer once a month and email twice per month. And that's it because we weren't able to do a lot with COVID. You know, usually we do drop buys, we do customer appreciation events, we do giveaways, all this stuff to add value back to the people who are helping um, move our business forward, our goals forward. And literally all you have to do, the first step is getting to figure out who you know and who will like to do work with you and would refer business to you. And Bruce, you, you talk about this all the time. What's your ideal customer profile? Who is your favorite customer that you enjoy working with? What's their price range? Where did they buy? Why did you like them? And then call them and just say, I loved working with you. I want to work with more customers who are just like you. Do you know anyone who's like you that is looking to buy or sell in the next six to 12 months? You have to ask for the business and then you have to teach your, uh, your database how to send you business, which means you need to say like, don't just give out my, my phone number to other people. Don't just give it out. I want you to send me their contact information and I'll reach out. And you have a script around that as well on how you do that. And it's very simple. And you get enough of those in a database with like two to 300 people. And all of a sudden you have a half million dollar profit business, living a lifestyle where you're not connected on your phone, running around town with people who are not qualified. These are warm leads delivered to you. Zillow and realtor.com are not going to be to compete on the ground game with a community. They're just a website. They're all, all they are is a website because agents have failed to keep in touch with their people. That's all it is, guys. This is not like they're coming in and they're going to destroy us all and it's going to be the end of the world. No, they're going to pick up a small part of market share. But if you are a long-term community, based lifestyle real estate agent, then creating a database that you feed and they feed you 
over a long period of time is extremely successful. The most uh, profitable teams that I have seen out there are completely referral based, period. Um, and, and Wall Street, what they're going to do is they're just going to continue to up the spend. Like they might do a 35% referral fee like OpCity right now. And then they might do 40 next year and 50 next year. They're going to squeeze your profit until we call it drinking your milkshake um, at, in momentum. They're going to squeeze your profit out. And all you're going to be left with is, is less and less. And they're going to keep paying their employees who are actually doing the work less. The team leaders are running the business less. Um, again, the only reason to buy online leads in today's world is to warp speed your database until it gets to a specific size where you can then create um, referrals, repeat, um, and review business off of that. So you made a Facebook post, uh, I think it was last week, two weeks ago, doesn't matter. But you know, it was about starting the database conversation. And there was a comment on there that said, you do not own your database. Uh, because they have the freedom to work with whoever they want. Just a short response to that uh, mentality really quick. I want to get your off-the-cuff comment about that. Yeah, I mean, look, we're having controversial conversations. Um, I'm just asking questions, right? And then there's a lot of different answers that come out um, out of the work, woodwork based on everybody's experience level, based on the conversations that, so there's no judgment around how people respond to these questions. It's just seeing where people are at and, and meeting them where they're at. So uh, the, the only asset to a real estate business, the only asset is your database. There is no other asset. Yes, you have skills, but when you sell your car, you don't sell your driving abilities to drive the car with it. You sell the car, Ooh. the car is the asset, okay? Um, and you're selling your database. Your database is contact information of past people that have known and worked with you and will continue to send you more business. It's a revenue stream for you because they actively reach out to you because you gave them value previously. All right. So that is the, that, that's the only thing. So if like you're listening to this and you have a different opinion, yes, you can build a course that has your knowledge in it and sell it. That's not the conversation that we're talking about here. If you're working on a team and you don't own your database, you, you're, you're an employee. Okay. Like you're, you're an employee. You probably have fixed hours that you need to go in. You have to be really careful with the legality of how you phrase that, right? Because you can't require independent contractors and pay them as independent contractors if they're going in as an, um, on a fixed schedule and things like that. Um, but in reality, you're an employee if you're on a team and you have a certain pay structure, um, but it's, it's actually an independent contractor at the end of the day. Well, you know, I'm a sucker for good analogies and that was a good one. When you sell your car, you don't sell your driving abilities as well. That, that, that was good. I wrote that down and I'm circling it now. Uh, so yeah, back to the ideal cu customer conversation. This is not really related, but I, I love that conversation. I learned that from you and you learned that from your coach and like, that's so important. I, I love that conversation. That's huge. Um, so yeah, so, you want to define again, your target market. <laughs> yeah, because I otherwise mean, you can't market to them. You you don't know what what verbiage to use. You don't know where to go, what platform to advertise on if you don't know where your customers are. Like it sounds simple, but it's it's like the easiest thing you can do to identify where your people are. You have like to Grant pick Cardone says, "Who who's got my money?" It's Grant Cardone always says that. Who's got my money? Like that's that's really that what he's asking. Like you know where where is where is my where are my customers at? You have to pick and choose your target market that you want to do business with. And that includes your price point. It includes your product, right? There's different products. There's land, there's commercial, there's residential, there's townhome, there's condo, all of these different products that you have in the market. I don't do land. 
I have somebody who specializes in that product. I do single family properties between 200 <clears throat> plus I've sold $2.6 million homes. Okay. So like I've done, done all of that, but I have a specific niche target market that I enjoy working with the most. And that's all I'm going to spend my time with. Everybody else is going to be referred out. And then most agents come in and they work with anybody. They buy online leads. They're in all these different prices ranges. They don't, you know, they work with anybody. And that's a problem because then you have no control of your business and then how much you get paid. Because in real estate, you get paid on volume um, of the deals that you do. So picking your price point is the number one thing to determine your profitability. Agents don't talk about that enough. Um, but you need to be focusing on a specific price point um, that's going to help you hit your goals. And then that doesn't mean you don't help those other people. You help them, but maybe you refer them out to do the activities so you can stay in your lane and focus on your core business. So to, to our point, the, the database conversation, the online lead conversation, like I am really eager to watch what happens in our industry, in our market, with all these big teams that are built on online lead flow. Once that lead flow dries up or it becomes so expensive that they, there's no money left, right? All the milkshake's gone. Yeah. You're sucking, you're sucking it dry and you hear that slurping sound. Like that's what it's going to sound like in the office when there's no, when there's no more <laughs> online leads left, but like all these people are their, their income is dependent on it. Their families are dependent on it. Like, so, so like for these teams that are built on th this way, it's almost irresponsible at this point, in my opinion, as an industry well, outsider looking in that like you're, this is the only way you're doing it. So when you're choosing someone to follow or model your business off of, you have to ask questions and to check their validity. So like the number one question is like, what's the profitability of the average person in your organization? Because yes, you're gonna have outliers that some people, they they can outwork the financial model and they can make two, $300,000. But the average, if it's closer to like 36 grand, that's not a good average, right? Like the average agent at Momentum just with the data that we have in our first year, not even our first year, is grossing over $100,000, which means their net is probably going to be around 90 to 85. Um, most of them are, are doing a lot more than that, but that's our average, right? So you can be an employee who doesn't own your database here and make 36 to, to $50,000, or you can own your business, own your brand, own everything, own you know, just and, and live the lifestyle that you want and move here and you can become the average of the people you spend your time with. So the second thing is you want to see what their lifestyle is like, not only check the profitability, but check what their lifestyle is like, is that a sustainable lifestyle long term for you? And what I hate seeing is we'll have agents that are on a team for a year. They come out of that team and they're still so broke, even though they're a top producer, that's why they left. They're like, I'm still broke. How the heck am I still broke? They come to us and then they have no skills. They're really good, hardworking person, but all they know how to do is answer their phone and maybe do like an LP mama script, jump in, jump in the car and write a contract, but nothing else. And they're scared. They're scared because they're reliant on those online leads. They don't know any other way to do it. We know how to do it. We can train you to it. It's not as hard as, it, as you think. There's not just one way to do business. And when we did analysis on momentum agents, we found that only 17% of momentum agents buy leads. And in one year, um, one full year, probably in 2021, our agents will do around $400 million in residential sales. And we're outpacing the teams by far because the value of the referral is so much easier. It's less expensive. Um, you can invest more into the community and you can grow it faster 
faster through referral than, than spending all of your time answering the phone and screening through 100 calls to find the two that are actually motivated. That's just not a good use of time and it's really expensive. Um, so, you know, those are the things to think about. Is the profit good? Is the lifestyle good? Is this sustainable long-term for me? And you really need to be digging into the numbers. Don't just be like, oh, well, this one person made 300 grand. No, ask a ton of questions about who's the average. Another question to ask is how many people rotate in and out of my company over like the last two years? How many people have come through my company? If there's a high rotation out, there's a story there that you need to figure out before you sign the paperwork. Another thing is you want to read your paperwork <laughs> because I've seen some of these contracts that are out there and it's crazy the things that are written in there. Like if you leave, they keep like 90% of your commission dollar, even if, even if they're under contract and you did 90% of the work, they keep 90% of the commission, right? Like you need to read these contracts and know what you're getting into before you sign those pieces of paper. That would be my advice. Um, and then again, to understand that like Zillow and Realtor.com are eventually like their goal is probably to get rid of the real estate agent over time. Um, not probably, definitely. And they're building a platform where they're gonna have title mortgage insurance, all home services attached to it. And the minute that they can figure out how to get rid of you, they will. I mean, why wouldn't they? They're building a platform for transactions for real estate. Um, and that is it. And that if they don't have to have the agent, they won't. Um, they've said things in the past that they would never be competing with the real estate agent. And then they become a broker nationwide practically overnight and then are becoming a referral based business versus premier agent. Right. So it's just you can't trust what these public companies are telling you. Um, and then if you're listening to this and you're a customer, would you rather give your business to Wall Street or to a local community real estate agent with a small business? something to ask yourself because that's a big, big difference. Yeah. I, I think one of the big takeaways for me, and, and I've mentioned this a couple of times is the long-term sustainability of the business model that your business is built on the, the brokers that you're associated with. And we're circling back to the beginning, the brokers that you're associated with do is their entire business based on online leads, huge red flag sirens going off. Like let's figure this out because it's not going to last forever. It's already happening. Wake up. Like you have to make a decision to, to be a business owner and make the jump and, and we can help you. This is not a, everybody should join momentum speech. It's just like, I want to have this conversation out in the open because this is so profound for me, just what I'm seeing as again, an industry outsider. So well, hugely there's powerful. Just two, there's two competing stories, right? Like there's the story of like online leads. That's the future. That's the only game to play. And then there's the other story of like focusing on profit and building a community-based business. Community-based businesses will win over time. They can't compete with that. There's no way that an online website based out of Seattle is going to be competing with a top real estate agent in a local market who knows their stuff. It's just not possible. But those top agents who know their stuff, they better hold on to their customers because if they lose uh, connection with them by not having a touch program, then they just gave that business right back to the competitor mm -hmm. that's coming in and, and drinking that milkshake. That's exactly right. Yeah, maximize that la lifetime co consumer value. That number could be in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. You, you meet one right person and you know, it, it just branches off into a, a, an unending stream of business and you just make that relationship. So once again, man, thank you for spending time with me. What a great conversation. Um, until next time. All right, thanks, Bruce.